Dialogue Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and my very, very good friend and co host, Mr. Kyra Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? Joel, it's a public holiday tomorrow, so I'm feeling good. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're kicking back, we're relaxing, we're having a good time tonight, and we're not alone either. We're joined tonight for the second time in two weeks running, the wonderful. Simon from Story Mode. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Thank you, mate. I'm doing good. Excellent. I am pretty keen for this public holiday as well. Oh, yeah. I, love, I yeah. love a day off. It's going to be mm. good. Obviously, change the date and all that stuff for Australia Day. That's yeah, very yeah. Oh, serious. Yeah, yeah. But also, I just am keen for a day off work. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, that's it. I mean, I had two off last week for annual leave, but I'll take another. It's yeah. fine. Why not? Well, Why that's not? different, though. It's always different when it's your yeah, own exactly. yeah. annual leave yeah. being used versus... The nation being like, here you go. He's a, yep. Have he's a, a day. He's a freebie. You're like, sweet, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking relax, eh? Um, I sort of realized now that I, I messed up my, I should have just taken off one day this week on the Friday and had like four day weekend this weekend. But what are you going to do about it? Can't do anything about Nothing, that now. Because you can't control time, unfortunately. Um, no, not yet. <laughs> not, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. I'm working on it. I know you've been studying real that's hard a, on that, Joel. That's a late on. game spell, Joel. It's going to take a while to yeah. get there. <laughs> I'm working on it. That's like, what, probably six level? That's, we'll see. <laughs> um, if I'm being generous. Uh, anyway, how have we been? How are we doing? What have we been doing these last week since we last spoke? Uh... I'm not going to talk about it much because we'll probably have a uh, quest log episode next week, but I have been playing Fire Emblem Engage. Ooh. It's it's good. Um, it's very anime, so that that's going to be a ton of for a lot of people, but it's good. <laughs> Gameplay is as good I've, as it's ever been. Yeah. I've, I've heard some people say that like some of the dialogue and the character interactions are a bit weak, yep. but... Yep. The gameplay is some of the best Fire Emblems ever. There's, there's a really small feature. Excellent. Again, this isn't a quest log, so I'm, I'm not going to talk about it for too long. But they introduced this feature called um, Break, where if you attack an enemy with a weapon, you know, in the weapon triangle that you have the advantage in, so like you use a sword against an axe person, it'll break them for the rest of that turn. So for the rest of that turn, they cannot counterattack you at all. When you hit them, Ooh, but I the like flip the side is they can also do it to you. So you've got to be careful mm. about charging in. And I, it's a small thing, but it's making the gameplay that much more interesting. And it's just great to like walk up to a boss and hit him with their, their like weakness and be like, guess what? You're mine for the next, for the whole rest of this turn, baby. <laughs> I'm just going to like stun lock you here. Yeah, exactly. For, uh, just like wail on around. I'm playing yeah, on hard mode. It. So the bosses actually get like a revive stone. And that's, that's something. Oh, so basically, you have to beat him twice. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's been that's a quest log. That's a, a little taste of my of my Fire Emblem. Apart from that, Oof. I haven't been doing a great deal else. Playing the Personas that came out, mostly three. Three's a Stone Cold classic, even if it's not the version I wanted. I'm glad it's out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the rumored remaster. Yeah, remake. remake oh, I please, guess. Atlas. Um, <laughs> please, please. Yeah. I, I reckon that's pretty likely so. <laughs> to happen. That's why I'm sort of like holding off at the moment. I'm like, I could play it and I've wanted to play it for a long time, but um, I, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of swell going around at the moment in there the Persona is. universe. Mm. So what a swell about a Persona 3 remake and uh, a glimpse at Persona 6 in the imminent future. Yes. 
Yes, yes, yes. Fingers crossed. Please. please. I don't please, know. Please. I don't know when I'm going to fit another 80 hour JRPG into my life, but hey, we'll cross <laughs> oh, that God, bridge when no. we get to it. I'm I'm yeah. already terrified thinking about that, but um, just it's going to take me at least eight months to finish. But um, Simon, what about you? What have you been up to? Oh, oh. Um, Final Fantasy 14 had a pretty big patch a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I've been sort of doing a little bit of that. Also, some update to the housing system, which basically means there's a whole bunch. So the way the housing system works in Final Fantasy 14, it's not like private instanced housing, like in RuneScape and some other games where you load into an area and that's it. That's where your house exists. Yeah. It's like actual neighborhood. So you can have cool. your house next to your best mates and next to your guilds and stuff like that. So it's it's quite cool. But as a result, it's all really limited because of mm, server space God. and stuff even like that. In, all even in stuff. the digital world, housing is a problem. Who the fuck it? Yep. Yeah, absol- <laughs> absolutely. And um, What's, the negative, what's I... the negative gearing like in uh, Final Fantasy XIV? <laughs> Let's get one of those investment properties, man. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I, I I bid on a particular house. I didn't really want that plot of land. I wasn't like, oh, this is a fantastic piece of land to put a house on. I was like, yeah, cool. No one's bid on it. I'll bid on it. And then someone bid in like the last couple of hours before the results, and they won oh. the house. I lost a 50-50 to someone who placed their bet, basically, like an hour or two before the results. And I'm so pissed. That's right. other than that. Been playing Divinity 2. Oh, hell yes. Um, with a whole bunch of mods uh, with a couple of friends, which, loving it. I've played through Divinity 2 twice, basically, to the end. Loved it every single time. And these mods are just really fun. And uh, also Persona 5. Still getting through it. <laughs> Still getting through Royal. Um, I think I'm towards it. I've just done the school festival. I've just had the school festival. Oh, okay. That's where nice. I'm at. You are heading towards points cool. where you can no longer talk to Joel about it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but you i think did you say the other day you did, you did that means you've done the dungeon with um haru's dad haven't you yeah. yes and Fuck oh my god fight. that boss fight that boss fight yep. so i got to um the big green bastards yep. yep um my first time without too much of a worry and then i just couldn't kill with them i'd get them really close or i'd get one of them really close and fucker kept buffing the one that he was going to make explode yep. as well. And I'm like, you are a right shit bag. <laughs> so of course, like if I didn't kill him immediately, I then had to waste the last turn guarding and it just fucked everything. And then I looked up a guide because I was like, maybe, maybe I was doing something wrong. Maybe I sort of like missed a beat on it or something. I was uh, nah, this, this boss fights dog shit. Like, I was like, okay, cool. Good to know. Tried it a second time, got to the tall blue guys and I couldn't quite get the rhythm for them. And then I was like, oh, fuck, it's 1.30. I'm going to go to bed. So I had to alt F4. Oh. I was too frustrated. Uh, it was late. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to go to bed. And then the next day, booted it up, went straight in there, first try, <laughs> annihilated It happens him. all the time, right? You're like, you quit out of something because you're like, you know, i, I got to stop. i got to walk away. I'll come back to it. Then you come back to it and you're like, you beat it first go and you're like, what was, it? What was I even worried about? Like, no, no yeah. problems. No, I. <laughs> it was one of those things where I'm like, I looked up a guide just to be sure that yeah. I hadn't missed a beat. And I'm like, yeah, okay, no, fuck this. Like, th- this is pretty shit. Like, th- yeah. this is just bad. I like what the the idea of a fight, because I think it, it is a, it is tweaked oh, yeah, from totally. the original. It's different to the Persona 5 one, um, I'm fairly certain. And yeah, the, the idea was really cool. It's just it, the execution just doesn't really work a lot of the time. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I, I do like, the, uh, once you get past the employees, 
Um, I do like how the rest of the fight plays out. Oh, yeah, like I like yeah. the, the story beats and I guess some of the... Um, I'm trying to think of the word, but uh, I guess what it implies. that The implications, that's the word I'm thinking mm -hmm. of. The implications of what happens is really fun. Um, and like it, it makes for a nice sprinkling of drama in the story because I was definitely thinking, ah, oh, things are going really well at the moment. <laughs> yeah. This is interesting. Yeah. Oh, uh, never mind. Joke's on you. Uh, Everything sucks again. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't really, but I've just been playing Rogue Legacy 2, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I mean, it's like, it's for I mean, lore. Sound like it's a it's problem. Like it's for quiet lead into the new year. Like, the big games are uh, around the corner. I've got Need for Speed Unbound sitting there, and I've played a fair bit of it, and I do enjoy it. But every time I sit down at a night, I'm just like, chuck a podcast on... Play through Rogue Legacy 2. Uh, the good thing about Rogue Legacy 2, again, not not a quest log. We, we'll get to it. But, like, I feel like I'm actually making progress in this God, one. This could have been a compared quest log. To the first one. <laughs> it could have been. But, <laughs> Too late now. Um, the quickest quest log we've ever done. But um, I feel like I'm actually making progress. Like, I'm, like, four bosses in. And it has a really neat mechanic where you can... There's a character that you meet that can um, permanently unlock portals to the different areas. So you can just like That's fast cool. travel there from the start instead of having to like work your way through everything again. Um, and you can do that. So you can get some gold or some like some some items and things like that that you might want. But um, you can just skip straight there. And I don't think it's a detriment to do so, uh, which is a good thing. I don't think you're missing out on anything um, or you're not going to be strong enough to get to the end. Um, but yeah, I'm like three or four bosses down. Um but it is so good. <laughs> right. That game is. It's on my wish so list. Good. It's on my Switch wish list. Because I, I, when it came out, I wanted to play it, but I was like, I'm not going to get it till it's on Switch. Because yep. as Hades taught me, like, I just pref I like my roguelites on the Switch. I'm going to yep. sit enough. down and play them in handheld mode. And if I want to pay too. attention, I can. Otherwise, I can, I can half ass it. Yep. Um, now it's um, on there. Like, and I'm just waiting for a, a good sale to hit it. And I mean, visually, too, it looks so good like the animations in that game look great it is a very very nice looking game it runs so well on the switch um yeah big big recommend i'll go into more detail in that in the future in a quest log but that day ain't today it's not. because we're here to talk about some fun indie games um oh yeah we spoke last week about uh the triple a releases that are coming out this year uh, and what we're excited for and what we're not so much. Looking at you, uh, anything Avatar related? Joel, Avatar, um, Wave of Water, up for best picture at the Oscars. Uh, how do you feel? Yeah. It's fine. It's because it's not going to win. Joel, what if it does win? What if it does? Though? I what, you... will be a one-man wrecking ball of <laughs> chaos. Like that's <laughs> You will find James Cameron. <laughs> it will be the... It, it will be... I don't want to, like, reference this because, you know, it, it's tired tired a tired reference but like that'll be my like one bad day from that like that that's, all it takes that's is, gonna be a joker moment yeah it's all it just takes one bad day and that'll be it i'll just snap completely um but yeah anyway uh but we're gonna jump into it we're not gonna muck around this week we're doing a bonus round Bonus round. The bonus round is our whatever we want it to be segment of the show. Um, 
the most adaptable of all the segments uh, where we sort of, if we have a particular thing we want to talk about that we don't want to dope or nope, we want to give it the time, we want to give it the respect, um, we'll we'll chuck it in a bonus round. So, uh, and this week we are going to do a similar thing to we did, what we did last week with the AAA games, but instead of dope or noping them, um, we're going to talk about them individually because we feel like they deserve the uh, the time and attention. Yeah, and it, and it, that it, is... it will it will feel like a slightly more um, curated list for that reason as well. Yeah, because there are so, I think so 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 many indie games. Every time I looked up yeah. to this list, I was like, oh my "There's God. so many good ones coming. We can't yeah. cover them all." But I also don't want to dope on nopers. So I yeah, I sort of curated a list a little bit to us. It's I think it's a good idea, and and and. Honestly, like when it all boils down to it, we like to just talk about things. We've always liked to talk about things that we like on this show. Yes. Like that's that's what it comes down to. Um, we do deviate from that sometimes and that's fun. But I, I think, yeah, like we both have a bit of a passion or I mean, all of us have, to some extent have a bit of a passion for indie games. And, and I think, yeah, we understand that these are smaller teams that are making these and they kind of deserve the recognition that they're maybe seeking. So... We are going to be talking about um, a bunch of indie games that are hopefully releasing this year. For the most part, we know have a 2023 release window. Um, and yeah, we're going to go through one by one, talk about our feelings about them and uh, yeah, have a good old time. So I think we should get stuck into it. We're going to kick things off with something that's coming out very, very soon, which is Seasons Letters of the Future by Scavenger Studios. It's coming out for PS5, PS4, and for PC. Uh, the description for this, um, Kyron lovingly took the, uh, the the blurbs from the Steam uh, pages for all of these. So, um, yeah, we're going to read those ones out. Uh, leave home for the first time to collect memories before a mysterious cataclysm washes everything away. Ride, record, meet people, and unravel the strange world around you. Immerse yourself in the world of Season, a third-person atmospheric adventure bicycle road trip game. I'm so fucking excited for this game. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I will say this about indie games in general. I love, I love taglines like that where they just like they list all the different genres that they're just sort of like yeah. rolling yeah. into a ball, and it makes me laugh every time. And uh, it's so good. Yeah, this one's no exception because yeah, a, a third-person atmospheric adventure bicycle road trip game is. Very cool. Um, I do love the art style of this game as well. Um, I, I kept, mm. I kept forgetting about this game because I remember it went through a little bit of controversy. It did, yeah. Not the game itself, but the, like the, the some people. I'm still hoping. Uh, I'm hoping that I haven't looked into it recently. I'm hoping it's moved out a bit because I am very excited for the game. It looks great. <laughs> I think. I think PlayStation are trying to smooth it I've over got, because they they've got some they money are. in this one. I think, but um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what are we? What are our thoughts on this? Apart from like, it looks great and fantastic, and we're pretty keen to play I, it. I feel like this is a game that. But okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> um, it's a bit of a weird analogy here, but bear with me. Um, I once listened. I was listening to Foo Fighters' latest album. Um, when it first dropped, and I was listening to a couple of the songs on YouTube, and I looked at one of the comments, and it was like, you can tell. When a song has been written by Dave with his glasses on versus glasses off. <laughs> yep. And this is very much a Dave Grohl glasses on, you're going to feel some emotion kind of game. Yep. Like this is the the game equivalent of Dave Grohl glasses on, you're going to think about this. I like this. This is going to, 
this is going to sit with you. This is going to be a game that you're going to want to take your time with and enjoy it. And I don't know. I, I feel like this is going to be almost a bit of a sleeper hit in a sense. I think so. I think you're, you're probably not wrong about that, especially considering it did have that sort of like battle controversy. I think it mm. might have dropped off a few people's radars. And yeah. when it does come out and there, there becomes a little bit of a, a swell building around it, I think people will come back to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for this. I, I hope it's one of those games that's like a tidy, like six, seven hours. Oh yeah. Like, I, I don't, yeah, I never want a yeah. game that, that sells itself as that to be too long. Um, especially if it's a game, mm. it seems like it's, again, they say atmospheric and, you know, ride record, meet people makes me think, you know, again, as you said, Simon, there will be some feelings involved mm-hmm. and that over a prolonged period can be draining. I'm looking at you, last yep. of us. <laughs> So um, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't mind a, sl- a slightly shorter experience based on what they're trying to sell here. I am kicking myself because there was a demo a few weeks back for a, for a single weekend yeah. and I just missed it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. It was like, you can play it this weekend, this demo, but after this weekend, it's gone. And I just, I had it downloaded, damn. but I just wasn't at the house the entire weekend. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed out on that as well, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, it is coming out really soon, isn't it? Yeah, January next... 31st. So it's like in a That'll week. Be it. <laughs> yeah. oh, right. yeah. It's like when I was All making right. this list, I was like, I'm going to do what Jesse did with the games last week and I'll, I'll put release dates down. And I very quickly realized none of them had dates, so I didn't include it in here. But this one is coming <laughs> out like next week. <laughs> yeah, there's like three, I think, on this list that have some sort of most form of, them of release are date. Windows. But... <laughs> yeah, most yeah. of them are Windows. Again, yes. I get it because they're Indies, so they can work on their own schedule and that usually pans out for the better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd I'd much rather much rather that. Um I've seen a bit of a it's almost a copy pasta at this point going around gaming Twitter. It's like I want shorter games with worse graphics made by more people and taking longer to develop. And I think indies are a great example of that because often they have this charm that is just just unbelievable and so hard to describe. Yeah capture and explain so yeah give and us like, more give us more like stuff like this i'm ready to, it's like, apologies for beating a dead horse but sometimes that that charm is also exactly what you want and you would never find it in another mm. game because other bigger publishers mm-hmm. don't believe it like when i played yeah signalis this is like yeah jesus this is exactly what i want this is this is everything i wanted put into a game and then sold to me that I could buy and then could play. And it's like, no one else, like Konami, Cap, you know, even Capcom's really making the survival horrors like that anymore. So yeah. No, no. They can, they can really cater to that, that small demographic and make a, a sleeper hit. But then can just explode from yeah. there. Yeah. I think too, it's, um we've said this again, multiple times on the show over the countless years that we've done this, but like indie games for me personally, and I think it's probably fair to say for you, for you both as well, but like, they are doing interesting things uh, in the space. They're, they're not, like, they are doing things where you can have a line, like a third-person atmospheric adventure bicycle road trip game where you go, okay, yeah, like, I, I can see that working. I can like, picture that. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to check. Yeah, I want to check that out. Exactly, yeah. There's, some, there's something to it that draws you to it, and that's why I always love walking around the indie section of PAX or, you know, watching the Indie World Directs even with, with Nintendo. And it's, yeah, they're always the... I find I love a big triple A. Don't get me wrong, but like, there's just there's nothing better when you find that one little thing that just clicks with you and you go, "Oh man, this is this feels like it was made for me." Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Speaking of things that are made for people, Kyron, 
Next up on the list, we've got Dredge coming to <laughs> PS4, PS5, Xbox Series XS, Switch, and PC from Black Salt Games. Dredge is a single-player fishing adventure with a sinister undercurrent. Sell your catch, upgrade your boat, and dredge the depths for long-buried secrets. Explore a mysterious archipelago. Uh, archipe- uh, that- yep. That word, <laughs> archipelago. Uh, uh, archipelago. <laughs> Explore a mystery, a uh, mysterious collection of islands, and discover <laughs> why some things are best left forgotten. Hot Byron. damn! I want this game yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've played a bit of this demo as well, and poor oh boy, it's it's good. It's good. It's the horror that I that I like. It's that it's got that real like unspeak um unspeakable horror feel to it, and I, yeah, I really yeah. like yeah. that shit because like. So, the majority of the daytime is fine. You just go out, you do some fishing. But then as, as mm-hmm. the sun starts to go down, again, there's nothing that's outwardly, openly scary. But the atmosphere just shifts and you're like, no, I know I need to get back to dock. I can't be out here. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's like I that's something I quite like in a lot of games is where, you know, the core component, the, the main focus will be pleasant enough, but never perfectly comfortable yeah and then there is that sort of uh, like looming danger that looming threat every time i I like that i think that it makes the 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 safe parts shine a bit yeah i think as well especially when like that looming threat is involves the ocean like that's like Mm. an extra added layer of like i can't see what's under here it's very big yeah fuck this like love a nice dose of facilophobia Oh yeah, mm. it's just yeah, it's very very good. And I mean, on top of that, it does have that sort of um, puzzle game element to it as well, where it uh, has the Resident Evil Four Hell style yeah. uh, inventory <laughs> management sort yeah. of style thing, where you whatever you catch, you've got to try, each fish has like a different shape, so you've got to kind of Tetris it into your your current load. And you can um, and obviously like installing upgrades will affect the space you've mm-hmm. got. Hitting, yep. hitting like rocks and stuff, or like sometimes like damage your boat, which will knock out my catch and maybe damage one of your little slots. It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very, very cool. The little, the little like QTEs for like the fishing and the dredging are also simple enough to understand, which is good. Yep, but still feel really good as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Like they still yeah. have like a they're they're satisfying to to do. So, and I'm sure there'll be some um, interesting characters you meet when you dock. Because they give you like requests and stuff like that, and like, all right, there's going to be some, there'll be some interesting folk as we progress through this game. But um, I remember seeing it at PAX, and I was too, into, I did want to play the demo there because I'm like, no, I, this is a game I want to, I want demo, I want to play at home, want to draw the curtains, and um, that's exactly what I did, and I was just like, I love it, give it, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, this game looks really yeah. good. Um, I'm hoping it comes out soon it feels like from the demo i I only only played a little bit of it but it feels pretty solid so far but um yeah i'm very excited to see more of this and i think it's gonna be one of those ones that a lot of people are going to be talking about especially in certain circles uh and then yeah those circles might filter out a little bit more new zealand made new zealand Mm. made there we go and yeah i've been following following the game on twitter since packs and God, they they just have so much passion for this project. They're constantly tweeting and updating and being like, "Hey, check out this cool thing that we just thought of." They did a um, love it, love it. They did it. There was an update to the demo recently. I forget what it was. I think there was just yeah. like to tweak an idea to be like, "You guys requested this, so we thought we put it in there." 
just so you can have a look at it and see how it feels. And I'm like, that's a great idea. That's a cool idea to use your demo for that. Mm. Also, like, shout out to Black Salt Games, but for um, listening to us talk about video games because yeah, they listen to they uh, one of the story mode episodes that we recorded about PAX, I believe, and um, and yeah, like sort of shouted us out, which was pretty cool. So yeah, you know, the love goes both ways, which is always nice. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think we'll. I think it's safe to say that we'll all probably be checking oh, this one out. When I comes. won't shut up about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I I don't <laughs> doubt that. Yeah, it's fine. I'm I'm looking forward to the change on your Twitter yes. handle to play dredge. <laughs> play dredge. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh yeah that, that'll be 2023's uh, signals. Let's hope. We can only hope, Kyron. There's a lot of stuff on this list, but if it comes out in 2020, I'm gonna have a very long Twitter name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna play a lot of this. It's gonna like leak into your bio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So. Coming up next, we've got uh, a game, in terms of setting, a little close to home for Simon here, Broken Roads, <laughs> coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Switch and PC from Drop Bear Bites. Broken, bo- broken Bones? Broken Roads is a narrative-driven <laughs> RPG that brings exploration, strategic turn-based combat, and meaningful philosophical choices to an all-new Australian post-apocalyptic setting. Uh, and that post-apocalyptic setting is Western Australia. So uh, it is. Um, yeah, very, very cool. This one's been sort of floating around, kicking around the traps for quite a while now. I think it's been like two or three PAXs that we've well, been to. The the PAX I saw it at was 2019 before, you know, yeah. the pandemic hit. The everything. And I was like, yep. shit, like. The, the build they were showing there is obviously much different to the build they've got here. It looks It's looking mm-hmm. very nice. But I was, even the stuff they had, I was like, Australian Fallout is such a good idea. It just is. It really is. Yeah. And then the, uh, I mean, they've also got the morality system as well, which is very interesting, just with how that'll sort of... Very cool. You've got the four different, like, types. You've got your utilitarian, existentialist, nihilist, and Machiavellian. And, like, your choices will sort of, like, go into there and, like, perks and stuff. And it's just, like, I'm super curious to see how this goes. Yeah, yeah. Because I think one thing that's been missing from fallout for a little while uh, obviously it doesn't quite apply to new vegas because new vegas is the best fallout game um but when people come up with clever builds and they go for like a full charisma build and they try and avoid combat as much as possible and you know they you know put all the points into persuading people and things like that it's not just uh, i'm gonna beat you down because i've got the best muscles it's no i'm gonna I'm going to talk this through. And you get special certain dialogue choices. Dialogue options, if you will. It's a great name for a podcast. (laughs) Great name for a podcast. (laughs) Um, And so I think sort of focusing on that, as Broken Roads looks like it's doing, is a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm keen for that. I'm really keen. Yeah, because I mentioned here, I've got their website up just because I wanted to make sure I wasn't talking shit about the... um, the morality compass. When you start, when you create your character, <laughs> they'll ask you a bunch of questions with no right or wrong answers to sort of give you a starting point for your moral compass, and then it'll sort of shift That's very from there cool. based on choices. But they also are very quick to remind that they are working sure that it stays fun and like not so much worrying mm. about like limiting player choice based on like you know dialogue lockouts and all that. They want it to sort of be. So you never, I guess, feel like you're missing out on something, which is a, again nothing worse than when you're playing a forward or anything like that, and you see it, an option you like. God, I want to pick that so bad, but it's just like, nope, you're not allowed. Yeah. You're like, fine. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, oh, 
you're too smart. You can't choose this one. <laughs> yeah. Can I not? Like, it's slightly off topic. At, I was wondering, as far as like um, skill checks, one of my all-time favorite ones. I'm not sure if you've played Outer Worlds. Uh, Outer Worlds? Yeah, Outer Worlds. I no. I played a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, there's an option in that. It's a it's a slight spoiler, but who cares? Like, it's an old game now. So if you haven't if you haven't played it, and you don't want to know. I guess skip forward like a minute. There's a point where you need to like jump your ship, you know, and and so you, you sit down to, to do that at the computer, and there's all these options and there's an option just like to just wing it and if you're if you're dumb enough if the character is dumb enough to do it they can just like press a button and you like jump into a sun and the credits roll <laughs> and i'm just like that's good i was that gonna actually cool. bring like up that. um outer worlds because it uh, when you were saying before about like avoiding combat and like talking your way out of things i, have, I, have, I feel like it had it had that going for it. Adam I mean, Worlds it was did. like at the end of the game, was, yeah. I was a full yeah. charisma build and I was, I killed a shopkeep in, in broad daylight and the guards came in and they're like, what are you doing? And my, my option was no joke. It was like, whatever I want. And I picked that and I was like, cool. All right. We're, we're walking away. I'm like, sweet. After looting, I go. It's uh, nice. Yeah. So like there are things like that around, but that definitely took a bit more of a chaotic, like, oh yeah. Humor based uh like still a sequel coming as well but uh, oh my god there is maybe i'll try and go back and play it but um (laughs) but broken road seems like it could have and like you were saying before like uh, something post-apocalyptic works so well in australia because there are parts of australia that already look post-apocalyptic so it just sort of blends together there are parts of australia that are dangerous as is (laughs) yeah yeah i've i've been to alice springs before and like That's that's a fun time. Yeah. Um. Je- like jokes aside, actually, it is a really it cool is, place. It is, I yeah. do. It, like it's it's great to go visit. Um. But WA, like in particular, one thing that I I do kind of forget is that Perth is the most isolated city in the world. Right. And you can kind of forget about that when you live in the suburbs and stuff because whatever, like it's suburbia. Suburbia is suburbia, no matter where you go. Yeah. But it's when you get outside of perth that you're like there, there is nothing for ages you can drive eight hours and would have passed through like four towns that's at most. yeah it's crazy it's, it's, it's mental it's it's absolutely insane and then of course you get obviously over east it's entirely different where it's like oh yeah i drove 45 minutes and went through 20 different <laughs> towns and stuff and it's like okay that's yep. nice yeah uh, i drove a couple of hours and i was in sydney <laughs> oh cool that's... good for you yeah, like, uh, yeah, it is interesting. Like, is what I wanted to ask though, Simon, is there anything in particular? Is there any like landmarks or th- things that you would like to see represented in this game? Because I feel like it seems like they're going to sort of like do the work and have those kind of things in there, I, I guess. I I don't know. I think maybe like a couple of dilapidated train stations. Right. Which, to be honest, would probably look better than the train stations <laughs> currently do. Um, but that would be quite fun. Yep. And truthfully, I actually think that um, having the indigenous representation would right. be the best option they could go for. Actually, I because hadn't thought of that. It's very good because there's quite there's quite a wide variety in WA because obviously it is such a big area. And I think I think having that representation, having even like some of the smaller cultural nods to it and stuff like that, whether it's a greeting or you know, how you say goodbye to each other, you know, things like that would be really, really nice to see 
And that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm sort of secretly going like, oh, yeah, God, do it. I want to see that. They might. I, I feel like they, the studio seems well, like they're pretty cool. Yeah, and mm. I feel like they're going for a, more of a... I think it's still going to have those, like, fun, wild, crazy moments and things like that as well. But I think they are going for a more, like, narrative-first approach with things. So, I, I yeah, I, I'm, I'm very curious to see how this one plays out. We live in um, a, a post-Disco Elysium world now, so... Yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing I was going to bring up, is, like, how many... How many reviewers are going to do the comparison to this? Because I feel like by having those different, like you said, those different archetypes that help like progression skill tree, I, th- I think it's inevitable that a lot of people are going to make the comparison. Whether that's fair or not, I don't think, you know, we can say just yet. But yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, but moving on to our next one, uh, we've got a game called Angerfoot. Uh, from Free Lives, coming to PC, published by Devolver Digital. Angerfoot is a lightning-fast action first-person shooter where the only things harder than your ass-kicking feet are the ass-kicking beats. <laughs> um, what, what good blurb for some a of game. Some pictures of yeah. these blurbs are actually really good. I was like, that that's that sold me. Just reading that alone would sell me on this game. It is. That's the thing. I, th- I think indies have to work harder to make sure that their like, short descriptions sell you on the game a lot more than like for example if assassin's creed is listed you're not gonna fucking read the description you know what it is it's assassin's creed like whatever whereas like oh what's angerfoot and then you read it and you're like oh okay all right yeah doing a lot of legwork the elevator Ah. pitch i think is always very important oh shit (laughs) oh damn um so yeah i i free lives who are making this um, previously have made things like Gorn in VR, which I know is very popular with people. Um, genital Jousting, um, which oh, is a jousting. classic. Uh, <laughs> Cricket Through the Ages, which is an Apple Arcade game that I heard was fucking fantastic and stupid and fun and silly. Um, it basically like told the history of civilizations using cricket as a mechanic. It had a very oh. like um, what the golf vibes to it from what I could tell. Um, okay. but using like it to tell this like narrative story, I never played it, but I always heard pe- there were people who, when Apple Arcade first came out, were talking about it and saying it's phenomenal. Uh, and probably most notably, as at least for me anyway, um, uh, Broforce, yeah, which Broforce, great game, so much fun. Yeah. Um, we've had Karen and I had a couple of nights where we played that, some co op of that, and it that was, was one of the earlier PS4 games we played because we, we got PS4s yes. and it was a plus game and it had online, so we're like, oh, we'll check it out, have a look. And, it, and it's, it was, it's fun, it would, it would break a lot, fun. but it was fun when it worked. Oh, yeah, but it kind of was like, yeah, well, whatever. Um, this time, yeah, it's going uh, first person with this one as well. I played the demo of this, which is actually quite a meaty demo. I don't know if it's still available. I'll find um, out for you. But uh, thank you. Uh, but it was it was a pretty meaty demo from what I played. I played for it like a, like a couple of hours, I would say. The demo was still um, available, by the way, on Steam. Excellent. Then I highly Ooh. recommend that if you're intrigued by this, go and checking it out. Um, because, yeah, the way I would describe this is like first-person Hotline Miami. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. It's um, just uh, without trying to, like, you know, reduce it down too much. But, like, if, again, elevator pitches are all very important when it comes to these games. So... That's how I would describe it. Um, it has this like awesome like tribal drum and bass like thumping soundtrack to it as well. That um 
I think the more like every every time you get, go into combat, the music swells up and goes gets more intense. And then in between, like when you're going from like room to room, it's just like this dull like. And then you kick a door down because you know you are you're a foot, um, or you do everything with your foot basically. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it like launches back into it again, which adds to the chaos. I will, I will say though, um, I rewatched the trailer just before we started recording, and I feel like the trailer doesn't quite do the game justice. Yep, that's fair. Um, I think because I watched Felix, um, our friend from Story Mode um play it at pax and it looked really fun it looked incredibly fast-paced and some of the i guess environmental factors mm-hmm. had a bit more presence than they do in the trailer now obviously i acknowledge it's a trailer and it's a sort of condensed version of anything but if you look at the trailer and you go oh i don't know try the demo i reckon if you've got any sort of i don't know passion for that quick reactive fun silly combat this will be this will be right up your alley yeah absolutely um and i think too like you were saying about like the trailer doing a disservice i feel like it's you know it makes it look like it's just like you're going from room to room doing stages and for the most part you are um there is a narrative to it as well which is as dumb as you would expect it to be but it knows it is and it's fine Hmm. um but yeah, I really like that. And there's also boss fights because, I, like I said, I played this demo. And I played through the whole thing. And I was like, I'll just keep playing until I finish it and I just kept playing and playing and playing. It was like this two-hour-long demo, basically. And um, there was a boss fight at the end of it and that did some really fun, interesting things. Like, nothing crazy, but, like, the fact that there's a boss fight in it at all was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I guess, spoilers for the demo, it's a boss fight against an enemy in a helicopter. So take that for what you will. Um, so you're on a rooftop fighting a guy in a helicopter and it's very cool and very silly and fun. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited for this one. Like I, it, it definitely had that just one more go feel to it where you're like, oh, I, okay, I'm seeing the code now and like, you'll make a bit more progress and you'll get to the next part you hadn't seen and you go, all right, cool. What's around? And then you die, go back and, and keep improving with each, each yeah, uh, further yeah, run. Uh, there's also, uh, like abilities as well you can get like there are like different shoes you can get that give you different abilities and buffs and things like that as well which is pretty cool and they're all like individually designed and i think your character wears them as well and it's yeah there's there's some love and care put into this and like yeah yeah definitely looking at the pedigree of what what, what free lives has done before i'm like yeah okay they, they know how to make a silly concept into a, a, a fun game so i think Anglefoot's going to be one to keep an eye out for this year Absolutely. Next up, a game I think all three of us are insanely excited for. Um, speaking of studios that have in- impressive pred- pedigrees, uh, we've got Sea of Stars from Sabotage Studios uh, coming to PS5, PS4, Switch, and PC. Sea of Stars is a turn-based RPG inspired by the classics. It tells the story of two children of the solstice who will combine the powers of the sun and moon to perform eclipse magic the only force capable of fending off the monstrous creations of the evil alchemist known as the Flesh Mancer. Hot damn. Like... Yep. <laughs> I, yep. 
we had games on our AAA list last week that was just like, we'd get to the game where it's like, shit. I, I mean, I don't know what to say besides how badly I want it and I need it. And this is like one of those where it's like, when this comes out, you're not going to hear from me for like at least a full day because I am <laughs> yeah. I'm going full hermit to play this game. This game, now, it's the same uh, studio that did The Messenger. And Absolutely I believe it's it is. It is a prequel yeah, Messenger, yeah. Same universe, prequel, baby. Yeah. Um, that's what, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I'm excited. I think it looks really great. But that's the thing that got me over the line even more. I was like, mm. oh, yeah, here we go. I think for me, the thing that interests me the most, particularly at the moment, is the animation. Mm-hmm. Because it is stunning. Like, don't get me wrong, pixel art is almost always really, really cool. It always has its own bit of charm. And some of the animation you can do now that we're sort of consistently seeing 60 FPS in games, it, it's nice. Like, it looks really nice. But they have, I don't know what they've done, but they have made this fucking magical the, the, the fast travel oh um <laughs> animation is my favorite thing just the giant pops you in a ball turns around and just fucking yeet. it reminds yep. me of right. some of like so the, um the again that's one, one of those nods where it just reminds me how ridiculous i think it was secret of mana or at least like um yeah used to like get shot out of cannons like across the map and i'm like yeah sure fuck it why not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's the thing like oh it's just mm, i want this game in my veins yeah, directly absolutely. like it's yeah so like that's the thing where where i mentioned before about like the re- the reason it's by the people who made the messenger i fucking adore the messenger i think it's a, a phenomenal game but they it did is. they not only was it a great game it had great writing which now that they're making like an rpg like a full-fledged rpg that gives me a lot of faith as well uh but also it did something wild and crazy that i hadn't really seen done before or as well as it had done Mm. in the messenger which is like the the flicking between the 8 and 16 bit stuff and actually not only making that like a gimmick making that a mechanic that is necessary for the game to function as it is and also narratively work as well so it it yeah, they they put the love and care to do all these wild things that are, should just be gimmicks on paper, but they have weight and meaning to them, and they are fun. So I think all of that, and then the fact that it's it's in the same universe as the, the, the messenger. I'm already like, how? But sure, let's it's, go. Like it's so funny. It's the exact opposite of the thought I had when they announced Callisto Protocol was in the PUBG universe, where I was like, 100%. Jesus Christ, why? This one, I'm like, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, why? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm intrigued. How is not like, for me? I'm why like, are you doing this? It's like, no, I can't. Yeah, I'm very curious to see um, how they slot in. Uh, I, I haven't, I, I haven't finished that. the messenger yet, but yeah, I do. So good. I played like ninety percent of it, and God, it's good. <laughs> I finished it, and I finished the DLC for it, the free DLC for it as well, the the beach party DLC that they put out. Um, <laughs> it was very, very good, and uh, th- even just talking about it now, and knowing that this potentially is coming out this year. This is a guaranteed banger up. this year. <laughs> oh, absolutely. To be, to be honest, I'm, I'm looking at the list <laughs> and this is one of those games that I'm like, I might double I might double dip immediately. Yeah. I might get it on both Switch and PC just straight away. Yep. Yeah. That's fair. If they announce cross saves, then definitely. 100%. Um, I, I, this is a Switch game for me, for sure. Um, but 
The other thing to, to sort of touch on as well, if I don't want to make it all about comparing it to the messenger, but I mean, it just is a game that I love so much. Um, but like the music in the messenger fucking oh, yes. slaps. The, the composers yeah, yeah. they have on board for Sea of Stars. Oh. Jesus and that's Christ. the thing. It's, <laughs> I feel like they're going to continue that trend. And it's, uh, man, yeah, this is going to be, I feel like if some other games on this list that we might talk about next don't come out this year, this might be the indie darling of the year. Oh, we're going mm-hmm. to bang her up next. Uh, just before we, we move do. on as well, if you're, like, if you're looking forward to Sea of Stars, please check out Chain Echoes. <laughs> In my wish list. Jane Decker is a very, yeah, it's, it's very good. I, it's downloaded, it's installed on my computer, and I'm Excellent. ready to play it as soon as I'm done with either <laughs> Divinity 2 or Persona 5. It's a hard line. But yeah, Chain Decker's has got like a really good entree before this game comes out. I'm just like, I feel like I'm so ready now for Sea of Stars because I've had a, a taste of a just a great throwback JRPG done with like sprite work and all that. And this one's just going to yep. continue the trend and be amazing, and I can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking mm, of things that yeah, totally. Speaking of things that we can't wait for and have waited for for far too long. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Hollow Knight, Silk Song, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Switch and PC from the legends at Team Team Cherry. Discover a vast haunted kingdom in Hollow Knight, Silk Song, the sequel to the award-winning action adventure. Explore, fight, and survive as you ascend to the peak of a land. Ruled by Silk that is, and Song. That is such a small thing, but I, I hadn't really... Because, again, even, we've seen, like, what? Probably, like, three Silk Song trailers. I played it at PAX yep. in 2019. Mm. Fuck, it was... I was like, give it to me Ooh. now. Um, but even just seeing that, I had no idea that the idea was to fight and survive as you ascend the peak. It's such a cool flip on Hollow Knight, which is just going deeper. I just... Yes. God, yeah. I, yep. I, I, I give, give it to me. <laughs> Team Cherry. I will drive to Adelaide. I'll drive to South Australia. Give me this game. <laughs> I, oh God, it's yeah. I mean, like, what else? What else do we even I know, say? It's, like, honestly, it's still a song. It's, there's a reason it was like even Elden Ring were infamous, and Elden Ring is out now. Yeah. So now Silk Song owns that yeah. title all to itself. Uh huh. I, yeah. yeah, I just, I just want it so bad. I, I do want to say that I think arguably the scariest thing about this game is the hype. That I know. Imagine being team scary. That's it. Don't get me wrong. I feel like it's abs. It's gonna absolutely annihilate it. It's gonna meet every fucking expectation. I mean, not for every single person because some people are absolutely lunatics. Yeah. yeah. And are expecting this to, I don't know, blow up the sun or something. But this is gonna be one of those, I guess, sort of once in a lifetime games, where like every every now and then you'll you'll come across a game or you, there'll be a game that will come out. It'll be a sequel. Or it might be, you know, the first from a phenomenal team or, you know, some some experienced hands that have been cracking at this and they just sort of nail a formula and they just get it perfect. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is this is gonna be it. Like Silk Song is gonna be it. Like the Metroidvania genre is gonna reach it almost perfection yeah. with Silk Song. Because one of the things I love Hollow Knight. I'm not gonna bag on Hollow Knight, but yeah. like, ever since playing um, Metroid Dread, which I know I, I know I'm talking about games I talk about a lot, but <laughs> Metroid Dread has easily got like the the best movement I played in any Metroidvania game. Oh my that's god, thing. it's so, it's so good! But I want to say that that's yeah. one of the, like like I played like 15 minutes of it, but Hornet controls so good in the demo I played like three years ago. 
just like so many little things you can do to just get around quicker even like using like using the needle and the thread and all that in combat just a lot of it just felt quicker smoother and like you can get around quicker than um in hollow knight the first one and that's why i'm just so excited for it <laughs> yeah because that's the thing like that's the point where i think i'm at with with hollow knight um the first one is because i played a little a fair bit before dread came out and then obviously i smashed out dread and then came back to hollow knight because i'm like oh yeah this is like reignited my want to finish hollow knight and then i'm like oh it's so slow to get back to yeah. where i just died yeah <laughs> and that's and i think that's one yeah because um, this was initially like an expansion so yeah. my mm. selfish hope as much as I, I, get, I love hollow knight god damn that game is big i'm hoping that silk song is maybe a smaller more focused like world to sort of get lost in because um, i think yeah. that's that's the thing too it, it is so big especially in its current state because there is so much so much post-launch stuff well. that they put in there because yeah. it was all yeah. kickstarter stretch goals and they smashed them all so like well fuck we're gonna do it all now um the yacht club games and problem. <laughs> and that's it but yeah in like compared to your club games where they've made like standalone adventures like afterwards and had something like the shovel knight treasure trove which is a very very great collection of games um they sort of just rolled it all into this one and like i don't like disparage them for doing so um because it made sense but if you were to come in to play like original hollow knight right now it's a, there's a lot it, there's a do. lot and it is daunting like it is Mm-mm. There's so much to do in that game, which that might be what you're looking for. But yeah, like if you're looking you know, for a Metroidvania, you can just play for a solid few weeks. I can think of no better one than this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. 100%. Absolutely. But, just make sure you don't play Metroid Dread for a yeah. little bit beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do that. Like ah. Uh, do you see? Um, we also have a new rumors today. Uh, new rumors. Uh, new new two D Metroid may be in development for Mercury Steam. Come on, let's go, I baby. I did see that. I did not see yeah. that. I did see that. Yep. Could be. There's part of me. There's part of me that wanted to. Could be when it's happening. There's part of me that wanted to just like as a as a a a, a bit like draft unannounced two D Metroid game for my fantasy league. Do team. it. I'll counterpick it because it's not coming. <laughs> as a as a joke, but yeah, I was like, there's no way it's coming out this year. But God, that'd be uh, funny. Um, two two D Metroid games before Metroid Prime Four. <laughs> hey, has we come out. we hit the today was the four year anniversary of like Metroid Prime. I thought it was. Metro Prime 4's, like, Six. delay video, being like, we have to restart oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, true. So four years of no of news no whatsoever. News at all. Six <laughs> years since they announced yep. it, so. Yep. yep. Nice. That's, that's on the next um, switch for sure. Lock it in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, all right, moving right along. We've got Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals uh, coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Switch, PC, uh, and also Netflix. Yeah, okay. Um, from Night School Studios. Mm. I mean, it's. In- I know, I know, I know you're saying, I know, but like, what I write. It's an important thing to like, mention. It's coming to Netflix. <laughs> what a weird thing. It is. Yeah. It's, it's coming to get like, used to writing. It's going to take me time to get used to that, Joel, okay? Jeez, give me a Netflix, break. <laughs> Netflix Games is a, like, pretty, pretty good deal. And it's a sleeper thing that not a lot of people know about. And I think, like, if you have a look well, in there, Joel, it's because some, some tasty I'm, bits. If I'm playing a game on my phone, it's Marvel Snap. That's Vampire Survivors for me at the moment. <laughs> See, but, there you go. Yeah, um, Vampire Survivors, that's where it's at. 
Anyway, Oxenfree 2, five years after the events of Oxenfree, Riley returns to her hometown of Kamina to investigate mysterious radio signals. What she finds is more than she bargained for. That's all I need to know about this game. Yeah. Um, Oxenfree, That's all I need to know. Oxenfree is one of those games that's just like, it's a vibe that I like. Yes. I don't know, it's 100%. like weird, weird horror, I guess. Like It's not really horror we, well, per we, se, but it's like just weird and unsettling. And it's like, yeah. It is... It sort of walks the line of that yeah. unspeakable horror we've talked about with Dredge as well. And that's why I love it. It's just, it's, it's uncomfortable, but it's fun. And yeah, it's got a great art style to it. And the, um, the, like the dialogue system in it is very, very good as well. Like oh, being yeah, able to cut off right. conversations yeah. like midway through with your responses or not say anything at all, um, is, is really, really neat. Um, Simon, have you played Oxenfree? I haven't. Um, it's one of those ones that's sort of been on my radar for a while, and I'm like, oh, I'll get round to it. I'll get round to it, but never enough hours in the day. Of course, yeah. Never enough time. But I think I'm going to make a conceited effort to try and actually play through Oxenfree, the first one, uh, prior to Oxenfree Two coming out. Because I mean, Jesse raves about it, and getting Jesse to rave about indie games that hard <laughs> is quite the accomplishment yes so. yep um i'm just doing a quick check right now you can play it on netflix you can so it is right there so it is it's on your phone and i feel like it i feel like it is a game that will work i, I know i'm gonna bang on about this but like i feel like it is a game that does translate quite well to a touch screen because it's like essentially a point and click adventure game i um yeah honestly right. oxen free i've definitely seen it for like super dirt cheap on oh. switch before as well <laughs> like yeah it's oh yeah yeah definitely. i feel like it was um, like under five dollars not that long ago uh but yeah like Probably. i think you're right karen it does have this like weird unsettling feeling to it um and like the the writing was so good yeah, as well I was gonna say, like, like, it nail, just felt it so natural nails the vibe of just like that group of teenagers in that particular setting it just everything it was it was setting up it just hit out the park um mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't know and I just, I, i'm so so <laughs> So down for I, more of this. I also, I didn't mind After Party, but it was missing something. I don't know what it was. I agree. Yeah, I loved it. And I was very excited for it because it felt very much up my alley. Yeah. Um, And I think everything in it is great. It just, yeah, there was something that didn't land land so much with me. But still thought it was great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Also, Night School did that awesome Mr. Robot mobile game, which was pretty cool as well, I believe. That was there was like a Mr. Robot like mobile game that you could like have conversations with the characters in the show. And like, it was one of those ones where you'd like send him a message and I go, Oh, look, leave it with me. I'll get back to you. And you have to put your phone down. And then like four hours later, you get a message from that character being like, Hey, this is what I found. And then you'd start unraveling the mystery even more. Um, so they do some really cool stuff. Um, even if it is just more of the same, I'll be okay with that. I really hope they sort of like, kick it up a notch maybe but i don't know i don't know if i'm asking for too much here but <laughs> i'm just asking for more oxen free like i'm not too picky that's it that's it at the very yeah, that's fair enough at the base level i feel like that's what we're going to get and that's what's going to be so good about yeah. it uh, i do quite like in the in the trailer when like i guess you're sort of like trying to triangulate the radio, the radio signal stuff, yes. and <laughs> yes and it cuts through the tree and the tree falls yeah. i'm like oh that's cool i like that oh Simon, 
Oxen free, play it. It's so good. I, I've <laughs> just added it to my Steam wish good. list. Oh so. god, it's so good. Like it is so much fun, and with especially with shit like that, it's yeah. it's great. Um, god, there's some good shit in that game. Uh, all right, let's keep on moving. Uh, next up on the docket, we've got Cocoon coming to Xbox One. X Xbox One, really? Yeah. Xbox Series X and S, Switch and PC from Geometric Interactive from. Jeppe Carlson, the lead gameplay designer of Limbo and Inside, Cocoon takes you on an adventure across worlds within worlds. Master world leaping mechanics and solve intricate puzzles to unravel a cosmic mystery. I'm in. Yeah. Joel, you look like you look like you're a bit on the fence about this one. I I wouldn't say I'm on the fence. I don't know. I just look. What let me stop you. Whatever you level against yeah. inside, just know that this guy was the lead <laughs> gameplay designer. Was there any problems you had with the gameplay design of Inside? I didn't have look. I didn't have problems with Inside. I like. No, I didn't I have. Feel like you did. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't ha- hate it. I think it is just a fine video game. It's okay, in my opinion. I don't think it does anything wildly like innovative or like mind blowing. Really, I just. I think it is. Pretty overrated, in my opinion. So I don't know. Okay. I, that that's just from that's that's what I think, and I totally look. If you love it, and you love in, if you love playing inside, and you think it's a great game, all power to you. For me, I'm just like, I got to the end, and I was like, okay, cool. Like that's <laughs> that's it. Um, and I never finished Limbo, but I liked Limbo. Like I think Limbo does some stuff that is gameplay wise, I think quite interesting. Um, but I don't know. <sighs> I've watched this trailer a few times and I just, it looks all, again, it looks all right, but I just think it, because it's got like that, that attached to it, everyone's going to like blow it up and make it this wanky thing that I think is going to be a little bit overrated again. See, for That's me, just me. For me, the hook is the puzzles and how it looks like they'll play out and, yeah. I'm, and I'm in. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you on that one. Like it's just, Again, rewatched the trailer before we started recording, and I was like, "This just looks like a really clever puzzle yeah. game," and that's all I want yeah. it to be. I, I don't want it to be like you know one of the, I guess, <laughs> sort of going back to like seasons, letter to the future, where you know I don't I don't want to have to sit there and think about all my life choices yeah. and reflect on who I mm. am as an individual. Yeah, I want to do some fun puzzles as a weird little moth man. But and here's that's the, what I'm gonna get. Here's the thing, RP. This is what I don't like about Insight is because everyone like, oh, what's so, oh, it's such an intellectual piece of, and it's like, it's not, it's not. This, so uh, this is how I imagine but, people feel when people rave about like art house films and stuff like that. <laughs> but I can see that I've done that myself. Like, and that's what I'm saying. It's, like <laughs> it's, but I just find this to be like, it's fine. Anyway, I've looked at people who rave about art house films. Like they're insane as well, Joel. It's okay. <laughs> Of course, yeah. You've heard me talk about things like everywhere, everything everywhere all at once, but it's fine. Oh, I like that um, movie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, look, I don't know. I'm just finding myself struggling to get excited about this. I, but I do wonder, so given the fact that they are talking, again, the, the, even the blurb there talks about, you know, world-leaping mechanics to solve intricate puzzles and unroll the cosmic mystery. I don't know how much the limbo and inside needs to be there. I guess it's more to sell the game if you um yeah, like, oh, yeah, again, I hear it's... people say good things about those. Maybe I will. How did that... It's exactly, how it's did, exactly um, that, I reckon. How did that work out for Somerville? 
though. That's the thing. Like Somerville. Wow. If that was a similar situation, and that game is again, but again, Som- fine. Som- if not, not great. I feel like Somerville was more going in the direction of Limbo and Inside, where this one, yeah. again, it's going to puzzle direction. Which again, there were there were some puzzles in those games, and they were fine. But just the way that it looks like it could be solving and interacting with the puzzles in this game just looks really interesting to me. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. look, you look, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be like surprised by this and be like, okay cool like that I'll, this sounds like something i would enjoy and i might check it out i think it's coming to game pass so i might even just you know just for content like just check for it out content, on game pass Joel. i mean fuck it why not just to add to the you know be a part of the zeitgeist at the time when it comes out i don't, I don't know but yeah at this stage like, it's not really on my radar um but i do understand why it is for some people for, for most people let's put it that way um but yeah any other thoughts on Cocoon? No, I'm just I'm, I'm really interested in it. No, it's yeah, just I like I like being a weird little mothman. I think yeah. it looks fun. Cool, wonderful. So if you want to swap uh, out to save your voice, let me know. Uh, look, I'm excited to talk about this next okay. one. So like, let's <laughs> let, let, I mean, we'll move into the next. This the next few are pretty it. much all in the Joel wheelhouse. <laughs> oh man, yeah, 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 there's some bangers coming up. Um, so speaking of like, uh, again, indie studios that have insanely good pedigree we're going to talk about one we talked about just recently as well um your club games their new one mina the hollower coming to pc take control of mina a renowned hollower hurled into a desperate mission to rescue a cursed island whip foes burrow through the ground and explore a pixel perfect world in mina the hollower a brand new game from the developers who brought you shovel knight god hell yes like God, I'm still kicking myself I didn't back this. This, this, this <laughs> yeah. is one of those I'm games. Like, we talked about how indies sometimes like find this weird little nostalgia. Be like, you never realized you had. But when I saw this game, I was like, fuck, I we, I do weirdly miss playing Game Boy games. <laughs> like specifically, obviously, <laughs> um, Link's Awakening, which there's lots of like no. DNA of that in this game. But I was like, how do you guys keep doing this? Yeah, I miss Game Boy games. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yacht Club Games have it down to a yeah, science. They do. Like yeah. they, I think I think they've like captured some nerve, <laughs> pulled apart his brain, and like figured it out exactly. Like, okay, does this trigger that? No. Okay, what about this bit? Oh. Okay, that does trigger. All right. Okay, what about this mechanic? Mm. But okay, yep, cool. That looks good. And that's the uh, thing. <laughs> I think I, I think but I, I think they go even further with it as well. But by just taking like a simple idea, like. Oh man, how good's Mega Man? Yeah. Like, and then mm. just going, why don't we make something really cool based around that very basic philosophy? And not only make something that plays phenomenally, but it has like some narrative like punch to it as well. And the stuff yeah. of Shield Knight, oof. It's great. Yeah. Like, it's so good. And yeah, for them to be able to do that with like five other games as well. Um, I know, it's mental. But yeah, like they've obviously, like you said, taken this and gone. People are like, what if we made like an old school Game Boy game, like Link's Awakening with some weird shit in it? Like um, the burrowing mechanic looks really cool and is not something you see often outside of like an ability that you get halfway through. It's not the the game, the central gameplay core mechanic. The the closest analogy I could think of would be uh, the Mario and Luigi um oh, rpg games like yeah. the superstar saga yeah um partners in time 
which side my partners and Tarn is probably my favorite of the three. So good. I love that Pull game. One out, so good. Pull one out for Mario and Luigi games, honestly. Yeah. 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 Shame the developer had yep. to pack up. Not like anyone could have stopped, but... stopped that. No. Nothing. No, no one no, could have helped. No, Completely no one inevitable. with no, a lot no, of money not. could have stopped that from happening at all. Nope. Yeah, absolutely not. Nope. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but uh, I think I think this is gonna this is gonna tick all the right boxes for all the right reasons as well. Like I know yacht yacht club just just have it. They've just got it. They just know what they're doing and they just nail it. It's so hard for them to miss. Yeah. And I have full faith that this is gonna be an incredible game. And after spending as again, I love I love Shovel Knight, but after spending so many years with Shovel Knight, it, I'm happy they get to sort of That's branch the, yeah. out and do something new as well. I still yeah, want to circle yeah, back yeah. around to Shovel Knight at some point. Um, and that's the thing, like a cameo and stuff like that would be fine. Yeah, yeah. little things like that. But I think yeah, Shovel Knight's had his time in the spotlight. Let's let him let him have a rest for yeah. a little bit. Let him have a nap, and then you know we'll, we'll do do some of Mina, and then once she's had you know some fun games and some fun spin-offs and her own treasure trove we'll go back to shovel knight you know you can keep alternating give us give us it. the dream shovel knight 64 <laughs> yeah. i mean that's like that's like the end goal right his cameo, his cameo oh, when something. ukulele did make me laugh so i was like man I, it's I can't yeah yeah <laughs> very good um yeah, no, I'm pretty excited for this. Again, like I said, I'm I'm kicking myself I didn't back this on Kickstarter. I, I, uh, I completely on... forgotten by the time I realized it was too late. But again, knowing yep. Yacht Club, that, there'll know. be like a back, like a, yep. a late back thing you'll be able to do, I'm sure. There might be a slacker backer yeah. set up. I feel like yeah, they, they normally jump do into. that sort of stuff. I feel like there might be. I, I should go and check that out. Um, but yeah, very excited for that. But speaking of games, uh, buying into early access, uh, Hades 2 from Supergiant Games. Mate. I don't even know if I want to... I don't even know if I need to read the blurb of this. Because, like, I mean, Battle Beyond the Underworld using Dark Sorcery to take on the Titan of Time in this bewitching sequel to the award-winning roguelike Dungeon Crawler. So there's so many things to unpack about... about this. The, the, the big one that, like, sits in, like, the top of my mind is that Supergiant don't do sequels. They have gone no, on record as saying, we don't do sequels. That's not our thing. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. Like, Hades made a lot of money for them, probably. <laughs> it did. It did. Uh, look, definitely. And Hades was game of the year for so many people in what was arguably a pretty fucking stacked year mm-hmm. as well. Yep. So I think what what this says to me though is it kind of makes me think of super mario galaxy 2 where mm-hmm. they had some leftover ideas some dlc ideas some add-ons that they were like oh what about this what about this what about this and they've gone you know what there's too much to just throw onto hades let's create a sequel and expend all of these extra ideas that we've got floating around you know things that were probably left on the you know cutting room floor and stuff like that they've gone now we can make it work in this one. Yeah, like we've got got the foundation done, we've got the audience for it. Let's let's do it. Like let's get a bit weird. Let's get a bit wild. Let's have fun. Oh, man, I'm the... every day at least once I think about whether or not I'm going to buy into this early access I'm because so I'm like one. I played Hades I want on Switch to... and it was so oh. good. I don't want to play it on PC. I don't. I want to play oh. it on Switch. <laughs> 
here's the thing. I did play it on PC because I did buy the I early know. access for the original Hades, but it was like mm. six months before. I think it was like a, a month or so before they announced the full release release date for it. And I was like, oh, sick. And then they were like, it's coming to Switch 2. And I was like, whoa, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna stop playing it and play it then. Um, But like, it's it does work really well on PC. I, <laughs> I doubled... I double dipped on Hades. Yeah. Um, got it on Steam and on Switch. And of course they had the, the cloud save feature, which was mm-hmm. lovely. Yep. I imagine they'll do something very similar here with Hades too. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. If they've already got the infrastructure for it, they should be able to implement it again. So look, I said before that I'm probably gonna double dip day one on Sea of Stars. I'm probably gonna do the same thing with Hades too. Yeah, I'm I'm real <sighs> Real tempted because like I'm thinking about just more Darren Corp music. Yep, more more yeah. lyrics from Ashley. I just oh no, mm-hmm. like exactly, oh, no. exactly. It's it's all that sort of stuff that I'm like, I'll buy it twice. That's Happily. it. Like, like yeah, I yeah, I, I, I sure. put it digitally on Switch and then I picked up one of the physical PS5 copies and I'm so happy I did. Nice. Oh nice. I I yeah. Look, it's man, and it's funny because I like. Supergiant games, I haven't played a whole lot of them. The one I played the most of was the one that I really didn't like, which was Pyre. And I just, I, I didn't like Pyre. Hey, Joel, um, you should play Transistor. I know. I know. <laughs> I know I should play Transistor. And I, I will. Don't make me, I will. Don't make me sick of Cass onto you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cass. <laughs> Shout out to Cass once again for being amazing at Transistor and speedrunning it. I will play it. It's a, but, it's a great, like, game. amazing game. Super Giant again. Uh, I, I also was like you. I didn't super get into Pyre, but the rest of their stuff, I'm like Super Giant. Just like, as I, it's actually made me want to go back and try Pyre again. Like maybe I was wasn't in the right headspace for it, or, or expected something else because the other games don't miss. So there must be something wrong with me in that case because I don't know how. I don't know what else. It could I think. Be. <laughs> I think the thing with just off the top of my head with Pyre that that it felt like the balance of game and narrative stuff was a little bit more shifted towards the narrative oh, yeah. stuff, it's, which it's is fine if you're looking for. for first and yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas Hades was something that just like go and do a run for like an hour and then go back and talk to some cool people and then go do it again. Like it, it just, it yeah. walked that line so beautifully and I'm just so excited to see what they can do with the sequel. Um, the stuff we've seen already from that first trailer, my God looks great. So I can sit here and talk about that all night, but we could, I think we should move on to our next game, which is another game we could probably talk about for a very long time as well. It's going to come up a lot the rest of this list, honestly. I think so. Yeah. The rest of this list is all bangers. Uh, uh, Gumbrella coming to Switch and PC from Doinksoft. What a great name. Um, When I wrote out Doinksoft, I was like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It's a great name. Uh, Wield your Gumbrella and parkour through a gritty metropolis in this noir punk action adventure. Um, Doing soft, known for making uh, Ghetto Roboto or Gato Roboto, however you want to say it, um, which was a really cool, like, Metroidvania game, um, like, black and white, 8-bit style, essentially. Um, uh, like, Metroidvania that two years ago, I think, three years ago. Uh, I played it at the start of the year when it came out and loved it. It was so good. You're a little cat that was in, like, a like a, a mech suit um, and that you 
go around and you can fight and like get upgrades for it but you could also get out of the mech suit to do puzzle stuff as well as the cat but you couldn't obviously fight and it's very cool so um yeah they're doing stuff they're good at doing some like taking like interesting concepts and, and sort of fleshing them out into like a full scale adventure the good news is this is well the demo is still available on steam i just i want to double is check yes yeah. yeah yeah it is also and... a fantastic demo yeah, I played the demo at PAX, um, and I know, I know I've said this about quite a few games on this list, but like, goddamn, indies are so good. Yeah, uh, this is a this is another day one purchase for me, and again, I might just double dip on day one because yeah. this this is one of those games that I feel like I'm gonna enjoy playing it on PC for completely different reasons to playing it on the Switch. Yep, like I'm gonna you know enjoy the the narrative and I guess some of the some of the bigger set pieces and stuff like that on pc far more and then you know what i've got half an hour i'm just gonna sit here and smash out a little bit of gumbrella while i'm waiting you know have a fun time on my switch and then yeah i think hey um game devs please add cross saves to all your games thanks amazing Mm -hmm. yep yep Capcom, uh, I'm fucking looking say, at you. I'm looking at you. Oh Capcom. my god, fuck you, Capcom. Capcom, <laughs> fucking get you, your shit together you with nearly, Monster Hunter. You could have sold me on an additional copy of Rise, yep. a game I've already yep. bought twice have... because of Sunbreak's DLC yep. being as much as it was. I just bought the game again. I could have bought it a third yep. time. I could. Have, I would have done and it. And then, I... and then the DLC a th- a, a, yeah. another yeah. time as well. I would have done yeah. it. Yeah, I would have. You know, I'd love to be playing it on the PS5 yeah. right now, but I've already bought it on Switch and on PC and the DLC mm. on PC and put in an obscene amount of hours into it, and I'm not doing it again. It, the reason it it's especially maddening. a taunt as well is because it is on Game Pass, so I could I could just install it and play it on my PC, but I want my progress, Capcom. I want it. <laughs> yeah. Yep, me too. There's no, there's no excuse for a big company like yeah. Capcom to not have it. Uh, indies i get it like you guys get a free pass of course if you can i would love and appreciate you but if you don't then no hard feelings i get it you know like cool big companies get your shit together absolutely but i mean gumbrella i i think gumbrella for me feels like after playing the demo i feel like it's ticking some boxes that i kind of wanted from something like eastward oh, weirdly enough okay. I, I was I really kind of Eastwood. I remember the hype around Eastwood. I actually bought it. I've got it downloaded on my Switch. I just haven't gotten around to playing. I played a so, bit of it, but it just—I don't know. I fell off sort it. Of the... It just, yeah, I fell off it a little bit. It was—I I don't know. This feels a little bit more. I don't want to discourage Eastwood, but this feels a little bit more action based yeah, as well. Say, like, and so Eastwood. I'm not sure what you were wanting from it, but I think maybe I enjoyed it because it was going for that weird earthboundy sort of angle, and it it yeah nailed, it nailed so much of that. I haven't finished it, yeah. but um, I have no idea why I think about these two in sort of the same breath. I don't know why, but I do. Um, but yeah, after playing this the the demo for Gumbrella, like I mean, it just the combo options and and gameplay styles it gives you, even uh, just in that demo, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So amazing. So good. absolutely amazing. Um, like and being able to deflect or use it to like bounce yeah. off the yeah, it's amazing. Great. And then just I mean the fact that you've got a gumbrella is pretty fucking cool. Yep. And it seems to be like like it's not like, hey, it's he's this character's got a gumbrella. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But there's something 
There's something about it. To it. Yeah, there's something, there's to, something it. to it. Um, yeah, I'm very excited for Gumbrella. Um, current, look, I think I'm gonna I'm, I am gonna ask you to uh, <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> to take over the rest of this list because I'm getting a bit husky. That's I fair. Like I said, that. John, I know you mentioned at the start, you mentioned about you just sounding a bit uh, gravelly. All right. Really dusty day. So uh, next up, we've got the Plucky Squire coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Switch and PC from all possible futures. Storybook characters discover a three-dimensional world outside the pages of their book and must jump between 2D and 3D realms to save their friends in this charming action adventure. Um, as Joel would have mentioned, published by Devolver Digital. Uh, yes. Again, one of those games that showed up in their in their direct, their direct last year was it? Was it last year? I think so. Yeah. And it won. I think it won so many people over immediately. It's it's it was such an interesting trailer because it started and the first half of that trailer on its own is like this is pretty cool. This is an interesting concept because it was just like a playable picture book that you're sort of like walking around, sort of like almost isometric view, I think, or is it two D? I can't remember if it's a two D flat plane. But it was like you were looking at a picture book and it was, you could like alter things and do things like that. It was really neat. But then there's a point where you get to the end of the page and there's a button prompt and you jump out of the 2D book into a 3D space and walk around um, on like someone's desk. And yeah. That's cool. I I like that. Really cool. And it just seems like a lot of fun and, and a really interesting concept. So yeah, this is. This is a big winner for me. Um, I believe all possible futures are Australian as well, or made up of, of Australians. I'll, I'll I tried to do some research on this. Go. I tried to do some research the other day and I couldn't figure it out. But it could, couldn't figure it out. Uh, couldn't well, crack I, the code. I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's. I oh know it's given me Zelda vibes. Yeah. As yeah. Well. Absolutely. Hundred yep. percent. I think in a in a slightly different way to. Little Gator game because Little Gator game. Oh, I fucking is... love Little Gator game so much. Oh, I almost cried at the end. Like it incredible. Brought me... there, there was a, there was a couple of tears sat there in my eyes. I was like, Ooh. like if I um, played it in my like, wish list closer to when it had come out before the the Goaty, oh, man, there would have been some different discussions happening. I think. Yeah, I feel <laughs> it was like yeah, so good. <laughs> it, yeah, awesome, awesome, charming little game, but um. Little Gator game sort of hits the same notes for me as Wind Waker. Okay. And I mean that as an incredible compliment because Wind Waker is one of my top three Zelda games. Yeah. Um, and then this is giving me sort of the Link to the Past, Link okay. Between, Link worlds, between worlds kind of vibe. With the dimension, yeah. I, yep. The yeah, but then when he goes 3D, it's making me think of the Link's Awakening remake, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, it's... Ooh, I'm, I'm it's just weird, like, cross-section like, of a is... lot of really, like, beloved things that is... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down. This game is it's nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for this one. Can't wait to play it. Hopefully it does hit this year, but... Fingers crossed, yeah. fingers crossed. Yeah. Again, Indy's... It's why I stopped writing dates because I'm like a lot of them were just like 2023. I'm like, cool, cool. I hope so. <laughs> Fingers crossed. But again, no rush. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next up, I was gonna say, Joel, when, when you brought up Angerfoot, I wanted you to just hang for a second because we're not done with Free Lives yet. We've got Terra Nil coming to PC from Free Lives. That's yeah. right. Terra Nil is a reverse city builder about ecosystem reconstruction. 
turn a barren wasteland into an ecological paradise with different flora and fauna. Then clean up, leaving the environment pristine, subverting the builder genre, Terra Nil is about the restoration of a ravaged environment. Um, this is a game, I can't remember where I first saw it, but I am I'm, I love a good base builder. And when yep. I saw the, mm. the trailer and the idea of this, I'm like, God, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Like taking a wasteland, it- making it colourful and green again, and then just packing up and leaving. Like, that's... That's great. And also, like, a weirdly, like, hopeful and optimistic yeah. game for yeah, our current yeah. time. Yeah, it's, for sure. Yeah. It sort of, yeah, yeah, it hits on on another level. Um, Yeah, I mean, Terranil looks great. I think this game actually is going to come out this year because it's been popping up and, and doing the rounds for quite some time. I think it's now, getting close to being done. I believe this is another one that's also going to be available through Netflix games. Oh, Oh, um, I believe. I didn't know that. I could be wrong Joel on that one. Okay. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> dropped the ball on that one. I think it, I think they've announced it coming to Switch. I think I thought as well, but what, I could Terra be completely Nil. wrong. I mean, that maybe. Yeah. I I just wanted. I was like playing it safe with the platforms because again, indies are yeah. subject to change. Yeah. Like, I, there's part yeah, of me that and, feels like it showed up in an indie world somewhere, but I could I could just be making that up. But it's hard to keep track of them all. That's but, why there's, there's so many of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This but, uh, it's got that looks yeah gone, sorry that low stakes builder vibe to it as well like something like a um doff romantic sort of feel oh, from yeah. what I can yeah. tell like yeah similar kind of vibes to that and honestly yeah more of those please please yeah like it feels like the sort of game that you'd play you know maybe a couple of hours before you go to bed yeah like just 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 chill you know just like yeah. Cool, just pop this down. Uh, look at how beautiful this old ruined location was, and now now it's like, oh, it's great, it's beautiful, it's lovely. Yeah, I, I know, I'm, I'm here for it's, it. It's... And it's such a small touch, but I really do like that you do it and then you leave. It's like that's that's just great to me. Yeah, like, you yeah, stay yeah, there. Yeah, you, like you pack up all your all your like stuff that you used to, to you know bring it back, and then you bounce. I'm like that's that's great. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. I th- I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Um, next up, we've got Chia for PS4, PS5, and PC from Awaseb. Uh, Awaseb. I that was one of those ones where Awas- I I put out Awaseb the, the name of a dev. I'm like Awaseb. <laughs> a tropical open world adventure. Climb, glide, swim, and sail your boat around a beautiful archipelago. Or Joel. Series of islands. Uh, series of <laughs> islands. <laughs> in this collection of islands. In this physics-driven sandbox. Take control of any animal or object you can find and jam on your fully playable ukulele. I This is one of those games where I don't know, it's, sometimes I worry if it's it's not gonna be good, but if it is good, yeah, I'm gonna be obsessed with this for like a week when it comes out. Yeah. I, That's fair. That's fair. I, I love um I love that whole idea of the fully playable ukulele because it's mm. adopting the same sort of thing that was sort of featured in The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, and well, that even, was even great. like the UI looks the same, and like this is on yep. PS4 and PS5, yeah. so there may be a connection there. Yeah, I feel like there might be because it does look like note for note, pun intended. Um, but <laughs> it's uh, yeah, as someone who does dabble in playing a little bit of ukulele as well, it's kind of fun. Um, now, if I remember correctly, when this was first announced, they were saying that this is 
a new Macedonian mm-hmm. focused game. Yep. Which Yeah, inspired by inspired also, by New Caledonia. Oh, uh, sorry, New Caledonia. Sorry, my mistake. Um but yes, like ah, oh, like love it. I it's this sort of charm and I don't know, there, there's there's this feel to it which just makes me really want to explore. Yeah. And going back to sort of Little Gator game and saying it's got like the Wind Waker vibes, this also yeah. has Wind Waker vibes. With, with a touch of Odyssey. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like there's there's just that slight little difference there. I'm like, oh, this is this is gonna be really good. Like I'm I'm down for it. This is one I'm sort of I think quietly excited yeah. for. Yeah. I can't really fully yeah. explain why I have some caution. I'm not sure. But I, I it's not so. I don't feel like I've got so much caution, but it's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is, but like, there's there's a part of my brain where I'm like, I'm not gonna get too caught up in the hype. Yeah. Because I think, I think this game wants to be just a little moment. Yeah. And yeah. that's what that's what it is that I'm like, yeah, cool. Just a a nice little moment to enjoy. I. That's my only can like I guess concern would be, and that's just because of the type of game that it is and it's kind of marketing itself as, is it going to get too ambitious and not quite nail it? But that's just being entirely cynical about the whole situation yeah. as well. I, that, I, just by watching this trailer and going, like you said, just let it cook. I'll play it when it comes out. I'm not yeah. going to like remind of, myself daily about it. A bunch of previews came out for it recently. I haven't had a chance to really fully sift through them, but um. I haven't heard anything overly negative about it, but one thing I did hear apparently is like a it's a and it might change between now and release if enough people talk about it. Is the the map apparently when you check your map, it'll like circle a part of the area you're on, not give you like a a pinpoint location. I'm like, oh, I mean that I can like if they're going for that particular direction, that's fine. But I do also like knowing where I am, <laughs> like. Yeah, it's hanging. Yeah, in a game about exploring yeah. islands and all that sort of stuff. Again, yeah. who knows yeah, if that'll stick? It might be a demo thing, and might, I've I've seen it talked about a few times, so they might catch on. But either way, like I am, I'm hopeful for this game because it showed up in a one of the state of plays, and I was like blown away when it mm. first appeared. Just felt yeah, so different yeah. to see in a Sony event something like this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, this felt like it was from like a indie world direct, but. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and I mean that in the best possible way. Like, it's, yeah, very excited to see what this one's going to be like. All right, next up we've got the last case of Benedict Fox coming to Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One and PC, developed by Plot Twist. Take on the last case of Benedict Fox and dive into a twisted world of secret organizations, forbidden rituals, and cold-blooded murders. Explore the memories of deceased victims as you search for clues and fight demons in this fantastical, Lovecraftian Metroidvania. Yep. So, those last two words there, like, yeah, are two yeah. words that we've it's... mentioned in separate things <laughs> previously already in this episode, and they've just gone, fuck it, put it all together. Put it together. They'll I mean, it. yeah, this game looks so good. I, it does. I really it hope it sticks awesome. to landing, but yeah, man. Mm. Boy. In fact, you know what I would like? If they stick the landing and they create a prequel and call it the first case oh, of Benedict Fox. Oh, there we go. Because that's, that's a little nugget right there. You, you know what, Plot Twist, you can have that one for free. There you go. Done. <laughs> Done. Doing the work yeah, for it, him. It, yeah. Uh, it, look, it looks really cool because it looks like nothing's quite right, but at the same time, nothing's too wrong. 
to make you sort of oh it's just just slightly just slightly wrong yeah yep. and like unsettling like, like yeah. visually it just looks really cool like yep. this oh, particular it's... sort of like 2.5d just there's like the, the detail in the environments yeah i don't know it just looks really nice in motion yeah yeah got him yeah I, it's there's not much else to say about it because we've only got that one trailer for it so far but yeah. like Oh yeah. boy, it's it, it is on my radar, like the biggest of radars. Keeping an eye out on this one. Tell you, tell you what, Joel. Uh, speak games that we haven't seen much of, but on our radar. Uh, next yep. up, we have Replaced coming to Xbox Series X and S, PC, uh, Xbox One and PC from Sad Cat Studios. Replaced is a two point five D sci fi retro futuristic action platformer where you play as reach an artificial intelligence trapped in a human body against its own will replace combines cinematic platforming pixel art and free flow action combat set in an alternative 1980s um i believe there was a new trailer recently at the game awards but apart from that this game's been pretty quiet but it looks again it's so hard without knowing fully how it plays but it's gorgeous it is gorgeous Mm. yep 100 um some of the comments on that Game Awards trailer said something along the lines of Blade Runner. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah. about to br- that was my next yeah. thing and, I was going to bring um, up. That's it. Like that, this the is... second I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, cool." I'm, I'm in. in. This is Give it to me. I'm done. But, that trailer yeah, is like Blade Runner as fuck, and yeah. it's it so is. good. It's so, like, oh so man, even like there's and, like there's like little ramen shops that they're like you're walking yeah. by. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> this is so good. And that one, like, I guess, sort of like five seconds um where you're walking along and then it's it's like in the middle of a thunderstorm and then you hear a whistle and the guys in the background just as lightning drops and your character turns at just the right moment like oh yeah. that's that is some cinematic shit and i'm here for it uh like yeah and there's like some dutch tilt camera angles and shit there as yeah, well oh yeah, man like, it's looking just give it l- let me eat all of that up Oh, we are eating good. I believe this and I think the last case of Benedict Fox both coming to Game Pass. So yeah, because well, they are they are. I mean, they, Xbox, Xbox console exclusives by the looks of it. So yeah, yep. yeah, um, yeah. And I tell you what, yes, yes, yeah. Repl- when- yes, I think I think my Game Pass is going to be getting a lot of usage <laughs> this year. Yep, I, I think I, I've said it before. Like you know, we, we talked about it last week on the show. Atomic Heart, I think, is going to be the one that brings me back. But yeah. Oh boy, some good shit there, and yeah, oh God, I hope replaced. I, I hope, hope replaced does well. I hope it does because it looks incredible. Um, again, yeah, yeah it's one of those yeah. things where that's mostly all we can say is how good it looks because we don't know much more about yeah. it. Um, yeah, but it does look stunning. Like, good lord, we talk about oh, so like excited. detailed, good-looking like sprite art, and this game is it's up there as one of the one of the best. Yeah, examples. yeah it has it has it in strides. Yeah. I'd put it up there in that in like that. Uh, HD 2.5, like yeah. on the yeah. path, yeah, like, yeah, like the Square Enix games, yeah, category, absolutely. yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, next up, we've got Cookie Cutter for PC from Subcult Joint Limited. Love turns to rage and chainsaws in Cookie Cutter, a techno pop punk 2D hand drawn Metroidvania set to the backdrop of a bleak and beautiful dying world. Become Cherry, a rage driven android on a quest to rescue her beloved creator. Dr. Shinji Fallon from the clutches of a deranged mastermind. Look, I know we say a lot that, like, 
the elevator pitch for a game is just like, what if we just made a game for Joel? Um, <laughs> this is a Joel last video game. Fuck yeah. me. Like, techno pop punk 2D hand drawn Metroidvania. Fucking, yeah, all right. That's it. Take my money. I'm in. Like, it's. Especially if the god. music is anything like the trailer music. Cause... Oh my god. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally. incredible. Like, this game looks great. I'm, I'm actually following these guys on Twitter as well. Um, and they've been putting up a lot of like progress updates and things of like that. Nice. And they're quite funny on there as well. Um, I'm so in on this game. God, I hope it comes to Switch as well. But oh, I feel man. like I feel like that would be a matter of when rather than yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like this this could be one of those games again. Uh, like I know I know sort of mentioned this before, but every couple of years or so, there's a an indie game that will just completely stick out head and shoulders above everything else, even even the AAA games. And sometimes they do it on merit of soundtrack alone. Yeah. Yep. yep. I feel like this could be that game mm-hmm. where everyone's talking about how fun the game is, but also the soundtrack is impeccable and you need to listen to that. It's like, yeah, like, instantly add to your Spotify most played <laughs> yeah. playlist, like straight yeah, away. Absolutely. It's, yeah. God, it looks good. I, I remember just like, I think you sent me this, Kyrie, one day. He was like, have you seen this shit? And I was like, oh my God. God, yes. <laughs> Wishlist on wherever I can now, please. Yeah. So because of how indies run these days, it's sometimes you'll just open Twitter and you'll see a game and be like, that's it. That's the game I want the most now. And that's yep. what yep. makes yep. this indie, you know, as the indies keep getting more and more prevalent online and everywhere, it's just a bit, it's a treat for everyone. Yep. 100%. Uh, yeah. Day one on this shit. God. Wow. We've, we've reached our, <sighs> we've reached our last two. And yeah, every bit of a Ooh. bit of a potential banger as the rest of the list, unsurprisingly. Uh, first up, we've got Ayudan Chronicle 100 Heroes for PS4, PS5, all the Xboxes, Switch, and PC from Rabbit and Bear Studios. Ayudan Chronicles 100 Heroes is designed to bring players a modern take on a classic JRPG experience. Get ready to lead 100 plus playable characters through a war-torn world only you can save. Yeah. No. This is a game that I initially heard about through a YouTuber, Pro Jared. Um, and he was talking about how excited he was for it because it's by one of the creators of the Suikoden games. And Suikoden, which talked about in the uh, last Story Mode episode, uh, it's getting a couple of remasters. Sure um, and th- these are some like legendary JRPGs. And ever since then, I've been following along with all of the Kickstarter updates, and I am so damn excited for this. Like, this looks to be one of those games that you're going to take a bit of a chance on. You're going to be like, yeah, all right, like, let's see what this is about. And it's going to hook you, and you're going to be completely enamored for however long this goddamn game is going to go for. And to my understanding, the 100-plus playable characters, obviously that sounds quite overwhelming, Yep. Um, I believe it's kind of like with Fire Emblem where yeah. you meet them and you can recruit them yeah. or you could not recruit I them. I believe so too. And... I think Sui Coden's like that as well. It has like these eight large yeah. hero rosters that you can sort of pick and choose from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And again, you can sort of swap out party members and stuff like that. I think you've got, I think it's five people in your party. I think so, yeah. Um, And then, yeah, you can obviously swap out when you're out of combat. And yeah, like I've been... <laughs> 
some some of the emails like explain oh yeah we've created you know hero number 76 and it's joanna the chef <laughs> and they'll have like a a really cool backstory for her and it's it's just stuff like that and like they care yeah. so much about the finer details in this game you might not ever meet joanna but one time you do and she's got like an entire fucking wikipedia article of backstory and lore and how she ties in and relates to this one character that you met three runs ago and stuff like that like this is this is the sort of stuff i'm like this passion is unparalleled in indie games like yeah. in, the indie space just has it in strides yeah that's part of why i'm so excited for this plus also i backed on kickstarter so financially i want this you've got a stake in this yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. this and literal money in the game this and sea of stars coming out in one year boy like we're, we're oh. eating over here <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Like these JRPG style games are just. We got mm. the indies, squares covering the triple A's. Like it's gonna be a good year. Yeah, <laughs> I need to. F and the problem is, all these JRPGs are such I long know. games. I gotta find time for all I of know. them. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, why did I have to enjoy JRPGs? It's a curse. Like, like I, 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 I finally <laughs> am at nearing VNF Xenoblade Chronicles three. It's like a hundred hours in. I'm like, God, why do I love these oh. games so much? This is dumb. I know. But I won't stop. Yeah, look, <laughs> no, I, I mean, this does look very, very good. But also, I am concerned about being very time poor as it is anyway. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm excited at the very least to hear you both gush over how good this game is. Looking That's, yeah. I actually, I haven't played the little... The other, the, like the little it's not really a demo it's like a is it a prequel or a prologue it's it's a prequel i guess sort of set in the same universe yeah. i know that the three main characters in that show up okay. in um 100 heroes the gameplay is I different as well is... isn't it yeah 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 so that's um look it's definitely a little bit rough around the edge but i think it was announced and released in the same time it was a like, small gap yeah yeah, yeah, it, like in, in a very, very short window. It is rough around the edge, but it is very charming and very fun. So do check out the um, the prequel, which I've completely blanked on the name of as well. Um, yeah, I'm looking, because I feel like it's on, is on or was on Game Pass. <laughs> it is mm. on Game Pass, to my knowledge. Oh, yeah, um, Odin Chronicles um, Rising. Yeah. Rising, that was it. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't get that out in my head, but yeah. Odin Chronicles Rising. Definitely check it out. It's a fun game. Again, it's on Game Pass. It's good time. It's a good time. I really enjoy it. Cool. So I'm very excited for 100 Heroes. And last up, we've got Gestalt, Steam and Cinder for PS4, PS5, Xbox Series, X and S, Xbox One, Switch and PC from Metamorphosis Games. Inspired by 16 and 32-bit classics, Gestalt, Steam and Cinder, Steam and Cinder fuses tight 2D platforming and exhilarating combat with an engrossing twist-laden narrative in a stunningly handcrafted steampunk world. Uh, again, I feel like we've talked about this game a few times now, Joel, but it, every, it yeah. just looks so gorgeous, and if it can hit this year, I'd be so happy. I mean, I think that the, the newest bit of information that we received about it is that it is, uh, if you're a fan of uh, Gerard the Completionist, um, mm. him and his crew are publishing this game now or helping very publish cool. this game now very cool um yeah so shout out to gerard for being a a good boy yeah and yes. be like just a top level fucking 
creator yep. as well. 100%. Yeah, a Just machine. Like... Killing yeah. the game, quite literally machine. sometimes. But yeah. it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. So that that was, I think, last week that got announced, um, along with two other indie games as well, um, that are also like 2D platformer, like fast-paced combat games. And I was like, yep, yeah, cool. These all look excellent. Um, but I think Gestalt is the one that stands out the most of all three of them. But, I, have, I have to say, I'm, um, I'm, I'm oh, impressed it, the blurb managed to restrain from mentioning Metroidvania. Yeah. Um, it, I'm yeah. kind of proud of him for that in a weird way. Yep. Yeah. I would. It does. It definitely has, for, from someone who hasn't played any of them, but has watched people play them and seen enough of them, it definitely has some Castlevania That's vibes to it, it in terms of like, yeah. or even like Bloodstained, which is, I guess, essentially castlevania so we call them um, Igavanias now thank you <laughs> Igavanias, there you go um yeah it definitely has that with like you know the the character portraits when they're talking yeah. in like conversations and things like that yeah and um but yeah it's got this fucking sick steampunk vibe to it that looks it awesome so cool. and again just yeah. gorgeous sprite work and yeah i don't know again talked about it a few times but if i was going to make a list of indie games for 2023 i would be I would regret leaving it off because it just, I'm so excited and hope it comes out. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's sort of our indie games. That's what a, and again, that's like a small curated fraction of, of like list you can find of how many indie games are coming that look incredibly cool. Yeah. Uh, just a little, yeah. just a little teaser. And uh, God, there's so much more. And I know we're going to get more because oh, we're yeah. going to get, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's gonna be an indie world direct soon. I'd say yeah, like there's gonna be the state of plays like to include some indies as well now. Yeah, like, like it's yeah, which is nice. I like that. Yeah, I like we're, we're getting all these sort of things. So, oh man, like it is just nice, and I like the thing about indie games is like they could just come out. Like they could just be like that's out now. Sometimes and you go yeah. Shit. Sometimes, Sometimes yeah, I just check do. like the pre-order and the coming soon pages on like the Switch eShop and the PlayStation Network because you never know. Yep. You see a game, mm. it's like, oh, this comes out next week. I'm like, shit. <laughs> All right. It's like oh, awesome that this looks amazing. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things, and I, I realize that this is probably a little bit cynical from me, and I apologize for that. But I think this is the most excited I've been for the indie gaming space in a while. And not to say that, like, the indie games recently have been bad or anything like that, because quite the opposite. But I feel like the AAA gaming space has obviously been big headliners and stuff like that. And aside from a handful of games that I'm very excited for, looking at Tears of the Kingdom and Final Fantasy 16 in particular, mm-hmm. I'm m- the most games that I'm most excited about are indies. It's fa- like, this is the most excited I've been about indie games for so long. That's fucking And I'm sick. so excited. Like, that. More excited about the indies this year than I am about the triple A's. And that's that's the thing. Like once once you sort of get into the indie space and you sort of really dive into it and start being more aware of what's going on there, mm. it's really hard to sort of break yourself away from it. And it does get to that yeah. point where you're just like, Yeah, there's so many cool indie games. The plus side of it is apart from there are a couple of, you know, hundred hour JRPGs. Just like, oh, through like that, just pep it in there. Just in there. But these are all like have the potential to be like shorter experiences mm. that are like quality over quantity, I guess, in a way, which is something that can't be said sometimes with the AAA space. Look at it, you Ubisoft. Yeah. So, well, and you also almost always have something to play. 
Like almost yeah. always is a so, game yeah. that's like around the corner being like, oh man, I can't wait to play that. And that's just really cool. Well, yeah, because that's the other thing, I guess, like indies aren't necessarily so much like they, they aren't so tied down to the big release windows like a lot of the AAA games are, which will be, you know, there'll be early March, then there'll be sort of May, June, and then October, yeah. and then that last window at the end of November before the holiday period, and then like, that, those, those are the big windows I find a lot of the time. Indies don't care. They're like, yeah. no, we're going to drop it in the middle of fucking yeah, August. But in the same <laughs> breath, they do care about themselves and their projects. So they're not afraid to oh. delay stuff either and, like, take Absolutely. the time. Let it cook. Like, it's... Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, that's why most of the games when I was making this list have, like, TBA, like, 20, 2023 as a, as a base at this point. Window, yeah. yeah. Because that could change. And um, hopefully it hits. But the good thing about that is, like, if they miss it, then, hey, like take the time they need and they have that flexibility and that freedom i can't imagine the you know yeah. the, the immense amounts of pressure but oh, yeah God, exactly yeah. yeah um and that's the thing that's again like i guess sort of the double the double-edged sword of being so excited for the indie space yeah. this year in particular it's mm-hmm. like if something gets delayed obviously gonna completely fully understand and still support these games i'm not gonna sit there and be grumpy about it but i'm gonna be even more anxious about them it's, in the future and more excited and the hype's going to continue to build. Ever since I played it at PAX, that's been my Silk Song life. It's just like, Silk, Silk Song, <laughs> yeah. I had you and I played you and you were you were incredible. Can I have the full game now? And Tim Cherry's just like, nothing. I'm like, I mean, take nothing. the time you need, but God, I want it. <laughs> Please. I'm also, yeah. I, I'm almost glad that I didn't end up getting to play it at that PAX. It was because it's torture. I don't have that. I don't have that looming over me. Hornet was so good to play as. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Well, I think that's an episode, Kyron. I think it is. I know you did most of the hosting duties for the back half of it, but... It's fine. It's just... You mind taking us out? It's keeping it consistent. You know, you you let us in and I'll I'll drag us out. (laughs) That's it. That's it. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate you, you know, lending your ears so you can listen to us talk about... God anything we want and this time it was cool indie games last week it was you know triple a's and it sounds like next week might be a quest log i don't know we gotta we gotta figure that out because um games i think are, so at this stage games are starting to come out you know like i'm, I'm in knee deep in fire emblem with days away from dead space um february i think there's a few things in feb i'm happy to miss but then march i got i got destiny i got i got resident evil it's it's all kicking off pretty soon, so some quest log yep. needs to happen. Otherwise, some games just are not going to get their due. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, thank you for listening, and hopefully you'll ca- ca- stay tuned in the future for more of that, just us ranting and raving about stuff we play. Um, if you want to support us, you can find us across social media, where we, we largely subside and exist through Story Mode Gaming now, so you can check them out at Story Mode Oz. Uh, again, great bunch of folks, size from there. They've been very welcoming to let us barge into their show and just like talk shit so that's been very very yep. appreciative of that yep just um, to get go in there and bait me into fucking going on tirades about avatars hey so joel you're, you've got a you've got such a good draft team you might win that avatar prize pack fuck me oh yeah god damn I love it that avatar I, damned if i do damned if i don't I seriously like oh <laughs> yeah. sucks love to see it love to see it 
Feels yeah. good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can follow them over on Twitter, uh, also on other social medias, and there's also a YouTube channel where you can check out future content, some of the, like video video podcasts we did last year. Uh, these audio shows turn into YouTube videos and more in the future to come. As for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter where I'm at LemonManX, where my tweets um, largely subsided around Metroid and me getting, of course, as always, and me getting, so Joel, you, this affects you because I think you have Twitch Priming set up still. Twitch Prime mm. Gaming. The yep. new Destiny bundle rolled over and oh. they gave this time they're giving us the, the selfie emote. Is that part of it? It is. Oh, so the, shit, I gotta go get that. So Destiny is, of course, an FPS, whatever. But the emote basically takes, turns the camera into a little cell phone and your character poses with their thumbs up. And it's made me... So funny. I'd, so funny. I, am, I contribute so little now because I'm always just like taking pictures with like my teammates or the bosses. And it's like, I've... I've God. become a useless character now because I'm just fucking around all the time. <laughs> that one, that's a true end game. Exactly. That one of you just like, like, and it's perfectly framed in the background. It's like someone you're playing with just in this epic fight and then like running away. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah, that's, thumbs I up, did, man. I posted that Good view stuff. on my Twitter account. It's like, yeah, it's because he had a bounty to kill this particular enemy. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to help you, but I will support you by, you know, posing for a cool selfie. Um, <laughs> it's so, so yeah. funny. It's the moral exactly, support. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Even though I'm, I'm documenting like, the. I'm the, I'm the massive damage doer of our of our particular fire team. I'll take a picture. You know, I'm helping. <laughs> um, that's where they can find me. Where can they find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac. Where uh, it was my birthday on Monday. Just gone. So um, I posted up um, some pictures of the stuff that my wife bought me for for my birthday this year, and I, I named it as a gifts of cool shit I wouldn't have bought for myself um, category. That's what birthday she bought for. me like. Yeah. I mean, like, it's the best. And so I got, like, a, a cool, like, um, snap-on case for my Switch. So it actually that, like, that snaps over the top of it. That case looks very cool. That it's, awesome. it's really neat. So we, I, we actually bought one for her from the same place um, that's a, um, a Sailor Moon one. Nice. But hers is, like, hard plastic and it, like, snaps on. This one's more of, like, a rubbery one. It sort of, like, slides over it a little bit easier. And the same with the Joy-Cons. You just, like, pop them on. It came – it was a kit, so it came with, like, some – like thumbstick groups and those ones that I've got on it at the moment, make it a bit like the thumbsticks a bit wider and bigger. Oh, that sounds and amazing. God, it <laughs> feels really good to play, uh, play games with. And nice. then like a hard cover, like case to put it in with has nice. all my games and that where the game sit actually like Velcros across. So it, and on the back of that, it's like almost like um, uh, microfiber, so it like stays, Ooh, it doesn't nice. scratch your screen and it locks it in place. So it keeps it all. It's really nice. That's a nice case. That's what you and, want um, for a yours, yeah. yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, out. I'm thinking about my ass upgrade. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll send you the link of the, the place that we got yeah, it from. But, please do. Um, there's some cool design ones in there as well. So, and she also got me a, um, a whole bunch of stuff to make bubble tea at home, including my own like bubble tea. Um, awesome. cup, reusable cup. So good gift. Gonna make hell yeah, shitloads of brown sugar, <laughs> tiger tea. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and where can they find you, Simon? Uh, you can find me at Psy four two one, where most of my tweets are just whatever dumb shit I find on Twitter that day. I just retweet. that's what Twitter's good for. I'm not very, yeah. Um, I think probably my my most recent uh favorite find was um. You guys know the comic 
XKCD. Yeah. yeah. I'm familiar with it, yeah. Yeah, it's um quite quite well renowned, particularly amongst uh people that work in sort of tech industries, because there's always a relevant XKCD. <laughs> it's like it's like, and, like uh, the Simpsons <laughs> logic, really, where it's like yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, entirely that. It is entirely that. Um and so yeah, the guy behind XKCD, Randall Monroe, uh found uh, or rather his mum sent him some papers that belonged to his granddad, um, which included a collection of this frustrating puzzles and it's basically some of the most like basic obvious puzzles ever it'd be like nine coins laid out it's like you can remove two coins without touching the others how do you do it you literally just move two coins <laughs> yeah it's great right <laughs> like, love that it's so funny and i'm like i would i would genuinely pay money to have that fucking published like with a couple of xkcd comics in it like yeah i would i would genuinely pay money Absolutely. for that it's so funny it's just just goofy. Fuck yes. So stuff like that. Stuff like that is is what I sort of keep an eye out for on Twitter. So yeah, again, that's what you should expect. That's what Twitter's Hell good for. Yes. Like, fuck it. Like the person who runs the show is kind of an asshole. So I'll just use his platform for whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right then. Well, in that case, I will let our wonderful outro see us out, and we will catch you all next time. Bye. 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 Dialogue Options Podcast.